0: are listening to Boku No Stop, and as the only redhead here, I'm commanding this podcast to hyperspace jump to avoid this fucking virus. I'm Fletcher. Oh, I'm Chris, hello. <laughs> uh, I'm Matt. And this week we are covering the two movies at the end of Space Runaway Idaeon, Contact in very brief, and Be Invoked, the true finale to the series. Contact is so boring, I gave up in ten minutes. I watched the entire thing, and I kind of wish I didn't. <laughs> like, I, I mean, uh. I could I could identify the problem in the first ten minutes, which is that it's trying to cram so much in so fast that none of it feels like it has any stakes at all, and it's just really boring to watch. It it feels like the first rebuild movie, but worse. Yeah. It's right. Yeah. So Cause, yeah, because like they're trying to like squeeze instead of like in Ava, where they're trying to squeeze like four episode arcs into 20 minutes. This is trying to squeeze in like 10 episode arcs into 20 minutes chunks. And it's just, it it happens at such a breakneck pace in the editing that it just feels really, like, disjointed and rushed, and, like, if I had no grounding for who any of these characters are or what these scenarios were, this would be completely confusing. So, uh, to get a little wrap up already, like, the story of Idion is cool, but I think the only way you could tell it well is three movies, two for the series, and be invoked. Yeah, yeah, like, if they had, like, like, it needs like twice as taken much time. the stuff cool. in here and Cutting. Yeah, and, like, there, there are some things in Contact that I think they probably could have gotten away with cutting certain arcs, But they decided to keep it in, although there are parts of it that I like looking at what they did with contact. I can imagine like you need to you can't cut Duram out completely, which means you can't cut Gijay losing his job and then moving over to uh, the Omei Foundation stuff, which means you can't cut. You know, like there's this like ongoing thing where you have to fit in all these smaller beads. Yeah, which is why more time, not less is the good idea yeah exactly so it's it's frustrating and and then of course like they they add in a lot of random explanations like cosmo when he first jumps into the ideon uh like his part of the ideon buster right i don't know delta i don't know who cares no one cares yeah does not matter does not matter we're the only people Uh, in the the world watching this the first thing he he jumps on the controls and tells the deck oh these six civilization mechas uh only run if children are on them and it's like how the fuck do you know that (laughs) Where the fuck did that come from? It comes from a retcon from being voked. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But but also, there's, like, one conversation, like, in the first 30 minutes where it's it's added definitely new footage, or at least it seems like a new scene, where it's Kerala, Bess, and Jolliver discussing what the Day possibly is. And Jolliver just nails it in one as, like, a random aside. Like, huh, maybe it's the collective will of a previous civilization that's trying to do this. And it's like... Doing a pet... (laughs) It's a robot. That is... What a pet cemetery. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So I mean I guess if you're not gonna watch the series but you want to watch Be Invoked I guess you have to watch Contact but I don't know how I can't tell anyone to watch any of this because I want to say just be, watch Be Invoked but it doesn't matter at all unless you know any, everything and then if you watch uh, Contact you're super bored and still don't know everything and I'm definitely not gonna tell you to watch this, the the fucking animated series so what I'm gonna say is don't watch anything related to Idion. Like I'm I'm sure you could you could do like uh like instead of watching contact, just here are fifteen of the episodes you should watch, and then you're pretty much there. Just watch all of them and Maybe. skip all the robot fights. <laughs> just fast forward. Uh, uh one thing I will point out that I actually love is by the end of Contact, Lotta actually has a body count. That's true. Yeah, yeah. That, that that's one of the things that changes is she kills uh what uh Corala's uh, Yeah, yeah. The uh, the assistant. She just like murders her in the cage. Oh, instead of her just getting shot by some rando at some point. Yes, it's Lada's yeah. kill. Hell yeah. Yeah, uh, they they made changes like that and adapted some arcs, which is why it's very irritating that others weren't edited for flow. Yeah, I'm not gonna wa- I'm not gonna watch any of that. Like, why do I care that Planet Solo is getting attacked when it's literally everything except for one second of Kasha saying the ruins of Eid has been from the buff perspective? Yeah. Yeah. Bad decisions all around. Yep. Yeah, I'm not going to argue it. I think I'm just going to agree yep. with you there. Shoutouts to how they're right, though. Everything is literally Kerala's Carle- Carle- fault. Kinda. Like her and 100... the guy who shot first. What? No, one hundred percent her. There, she is the reason <laughs> that that guy got hyper aggro about it. That's true. That's true. Could have just fucked off and stayed on the thing, and the you would not have started a war that killed everybody in the universe. But she landed herself a good. Man. Except for those fucking <laughs> so worms who somehow come back at the end, and I was <laughs> so mad worms. about it. That's so random. Yeah, yep. by the worms the worms were the only thing that was in good animation quality to use? Uh Uh-huh. Because if you looked at those ape men, those ape men were animated in three crayon-drawn frames. So Let's talk about this fucking movie. We don't have anything else to say about Contact other than it fucking sucks. Don't watch it. Don't watch anything about Idion. Well, the one thing I was going to say in the middle is you can tell this series does not have any lasting fans because with so many other works, this would have been I'll make a fan cut of Contact that's a better flow, and no one has ever tried in 40 years, even with this series on Blu-ray. Yeah, I I was thinking the same thing, like, I could probably do this better, but why would I? Yep. Who would watch it? No one would watch it. No one knows about this, and it is for the best. So yeah, Be Invoked is the end of Evanglion of Ideon, and very directly... Yeah, um, when you see this, especially if you have just done a deep dive on Ava in the last year, you see just how much Anno was aping from this film. Like, even aesthetically, tons of things are lifted. Like, Anno's, like, very soft female vocal choir, just lifted from Idion. All his live-action shots of the ocean, lifted from Idion. There's a point near the end of the movie where all you hear is the sound of Cosmo's breathing as you zoom in on his face in the middle of Crisis, and I was just thinking, this is straight up the moment before he snaps. Uh Mm Uh-huh. Anyhow, the movie uh, also has the same pacing as EOE, wherein within two minutes, everything has gone to hell and shown you that, hey, we're not on television anymore. Because we get a recounting of the story of Kitty Kitten, where her death is shown to us, not via being taken out anonymously by a sniper who just wanted to get out of battle, but dying in an explosion directly in front of Cosmo where he sees her head arc away in a spray of blood in the visor. And then and then like he screams, and then the title comes. <laughs> it's fucking
1: incredible!
0: Also the tamest death in the movie. Yes. I mean, because, yeah, like, if I wasn't looking for it, I probably would have missed it. The, mo- the most gruesome thing is that one rando who gets two through the head. Oh, yeah, they, they animate that so detailed. Like, there's so many frames of animation of him just rolling over after getting shot in the face. Oh, a lot of people are taking headshots in this movie on That's camera. Terrible. That's just the most gruesome one. That's the I did it mom of this movie. <laughs> <laughs> but the credits after that title card are a shotgun recap of all the worst pain inflicted on our crew corolla recounting her family is coming for them cheryl's spiral into alcohol and loneliness as everyone she loves dies and a brutal freeze frame on GJ's final grunt at death so mad that it, opened, if it even includes Leaf Planet at all. Like, I get it, GJ dies, but we could have just seen the cockpit part. I didn't need to be reminded of that fucking awful episode. Uh, so do we see Lotta die on screen? I missed it completely. Like, I feel like when Cheryl goes, oh, what, even Lotta, like, even after Lotta I have to get to lose G- Gijay too, and it's like, wait, wait when did that happen? <laughs> no, Lin. Lin dies. Sorry, Lin. I, I said Lada. I meant yeah, Lin. Like, we I do not see Lin's death in yeah, the opening. Yeah, so it's like, opening. weird. They couldn't even re-record the line to be like not say Lin in it because Lin is not really a, much of a factor in the in Contact as far as I remember. Just a Microsoft yeah, they... Sam voice even after EJ's death. <laughs> Let's get Spatzo up in here. Yep. Anyhow. I'm also convinced that Parade of Death in the credits is to hide the transition from the really good movie animation in the opening segment back to, we just polished up some TV stuff that this first segment consists of. It's really weird. And then like five minutes in, it just hard cuts to really high quality animation. You're like, what the fuck? (laughs) Yeah, in in 15 minutes, we're going to finish our speed run of episode 39 and all of a sudden everything gets shinier and higher rendered. When Cheryl jumps up and throws Lulu backwards to get a D-boost into space. <laughs> so we pick up with the announcer telling us the solo ship is continuing its lonely flight. Uh, Roughly where episode 38 ended, a planet being split in half, which actually got new animation that is gorgeous. Hilariously, there are fewer frames of asteroids, so it's... Like, it's just clearly looping, like, the same three frames of the asteroids flying out, and it clearly did not try at all. It's just a bunch of straight lines. And, like, doesn't, like, the cutting part happen in, like, like a subscreen while they're still rolling the credits? Uh-huh. Yes. And it's just, yeah. look at these asteroids. I'm like, buddy, this is, like, three frames are looping for, like, 10, 15 seconds here. Looping the third. Uh This time we see Harulu successfully flee the combat because she intuits the solo ship has infinite radar. And the crew are reminding us that, hey, between the dead pilots, a dwindling crew, and the fact that the buff fleet have surrounded us for two light years, uh, we cannot run anywhere. We immediately hard cut over to Doba to remind you who the threat is. And this time, his response to, why not use the Gando Roa is, I don't think it'll come to that, instead of, we're out of money. JK, we're just going to do that for 40 minutes. Yep. Yeah, I I, don't, I still don't understand why he keeps for like the first third of this movie keeps going like, yeah, we don't need to do everything. It's only the most powerful like force like we've ever seen. Literally a weapon that can damage the E Day because it uses a fucking star for fuel. So cool. Uh, that thing, that thing fucking rules. Yeah, it does. Oh man, it's yeah. great. Talk about that fucking. Uh. The only good part of the movie is available on YouTube as an mp3, and it's that fucking entire ending piece. You mean like the- the- everything's exploding? No, like the musical piece. Uh oh. Like the mini-symphony piece that they composed from the firing of the Gandaroa all the way through space and the water.
1: Gotcha, gotcha,
0: gotcha. Yeah, um, I'm gonna talk a little bit about the music as we go on, but I'm probably splicing in some of it in editing because I have the rips of the recent vinyl for Be Invoked. Send it to me, I want that one. I'm gonna put it in my iTunes. Yeah, totally. The visuals are about 7,000% more psychedelic as the E-Day teleports Jolliver and Kerala onto the buff flagship, blah blah blah. I'm just gonna speed through this opening chunk because we all just covered this last episode. Uh, Kerala and Doba take very open consideration about, wait, the E-Day is bringing us together, let's think about this for a minute before going full crazy... Chris Taylor was right, he only he uh, was going to kill Carlala and only gets Jolliver. But, like, he's only mad at Carlala, not Jolliver. He clearly does not right. think it's Jolliver. You're well, right, like, you're right. They, they, they re-edited it, like, I think. Like, definite... for, yeah, for, incl- like, for clarity. Because in the for show, clarity, yeah. I, I, went back, I actually went back and double-checked because I like to be right, and I'm like, I could see how you could interpret this version of it that way, but they definitely edited it for clarity. Yeah, yeah, I, I she, he definitely goes for Carlala. Blah blah blah. The microcomputer code on the screen on the solo ship is readable and it is some of the sloppiest demo from a textbook shit I've ever seen. Looks like our looks like some of our
1: firmware code in production.
0: Yep. Anyhow, the scene is rewritten slightly, but it basically plays out to the same result. It's just Doba is not zero to racial purity as quickly. And at 15 minutes, we change from the original plot because Cosmo's scream at Kerala's death is now chiding the buff. That her compassion might be the last hope of controlling the Ede. day Are you ready to be responsible for unleashing it? When they hear this, Bess goes, Where is Piper Lou? And everything is off to the races. Hell yeah. This is also where the animation takes a giant leap in quality because after they warp out... Instead of it being explosions and white light narration, all of a sudden it's like the Ideon looks shiny and new and the solo ship is moving in ways you've never seen it do so before. Man, they make the wave cannon not suck in this. It looks so cool when they do it because they do the armor stripping and you get to see like all of the, um, the, the framing of the ships before that also strips. It's very cool. Yeah, there's a, there's a ton of things melting or getting like blown apart, but, like, like very Cheryl. very lovingly.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> I- including a major character soon. Oh yeah. Uh, this is where I put the note about the film doing new compositions of all of the score. Koichi Sugiyama is a complete bastard who's known to recompose as many tracks as he can to get paid twice and also render one album into two. I respect There's that. There's a whole thing behind that. I respect that. Get that buddy. Well, well, he's also basically on the Japanese RIAA. Whatever. So he gets, like, triple dipping every time this shit happens. Look, reallocate that wealth, Fletcher. I was just going to say kill the Nanking denier, but you you go off. Oh, is that that? Is that this guy? <laughs> that's yeah,
1: that that's guy. guy. That's the Dragon Quest
0: guy. Oh, fuck. he did the score for this. <laughs> Always did. Well, <laughs> we're gonna delete all that. <laughs> <laughs> the por- Man. Mm. <laughs> look, Chris, you you can separate the two things in a human being, right? Well, look, I was going to say something that would probably need edited out, so I'm just going to pass. Oh, uh, when Chris is self-censoring, you know we're off the rails. Yeah. But anyway, I was just explaining for the listeners that that's why I'm splicing more than a few of the film cuts into this, because I was able to get a copy of the Contact and be invoked vinyls from recent years but I don't know if there was ever a good soundtrack of the TV stuff, and finding clean versions of those 40 years later sucks ass. Finding anything about this sucks ass. I literally wanted to read some interpretations of the last 10 seconds of the movie, and nobody cares enough to write any. So there were years ago when this got fansubbed. Unfortunately, that means you have to know where to look for 20-year-old arguments about fansubs. Also... My man's using DuckDuckGo, so you're never going to find that. No. No, you're not. Use Bing. Where else are you going to get your filth? But I already know where all the filth lives. Then you well, know it, where it, it your needs history. To be In your heart. I don't have any browser history, Matt, because I'm a fucking grown-ass <laughs> man and know how to change some settings. <laughs> Browsers are like condoms. All that history goes in the reservoir tip, and you throw it away when you're done. Uh, so we kick off with combat because remember, uh, Doba's entire fleet is ordered to chase them to the ends of the universe. Uh, really into how the, um, Idion now also shoots lasers from the top half and missiles from the bottom. Yes. Yeah. They, they distinguish the weapons a little more in this because yeah, it's not just, reuse the same frames over and over. We're reanimating. They definitely do the all-missiles attack incredibly early in this movie, and then are still shooting missiles for another hour. And then later on, they're like, how many missiles are left? And he said, oh, 20%. I'm like, my guy, you did did the big Spider-Man already. They uh, restock in the middle. Okay, fair. But, like, it's still very funny. And it, like... Sometimes like the missile paths are like green, and sometimes they're purple. Well, the green ones are the lasers. Those are like glen cannon lasers, is what. Well, there's lasers. there's also glen cannon lasers, but there's times when it sh- it shot missiles out of its shoulders, and it came out green that's, for some reason. Yeah, that's I exactly what we're talking about. Is that those are like the shoulder mounted lasers, not the yeah, lasers. the top half of the thing now has lasers. Oh, okay. I missed the lasers. I remember seeing the glen cannon from the crotch, uh, showing up in this that happens. Yeah, they don't have second gunners on that thing anymore. You notice it's down to two or three pilots the whole film. Yeah, it gets a little sparse, the cast. Yup. But the entire armada is chasing one ship. The barrage is enough the barrier is already starting to fray 20 minutes into the film. And the hatch to the wave cannon is malfunctioning. The crew are literally trying to pry it open from inside with whatever tools they can get. Yeah, like, so the weird thing happens here, like, they go back and, like, the idiot flies off, and then they're like, okay, actually, we need the cannon now, go rip it off. Does, like, all all the people that were in there trying to open it from the inside, did they all die? Because when they pull out, okay... Yeah, because they, the well, reason it stuck is that it got shot up because the barrier is already like incredibly not working very well. Okay, because I, I thought I thought what might have happened is that the idiot like forcing it open actually killed everybody inside no. in the room. They were dead. That's why they stopped getting it open, right? They keep saying yeah. you're you're falling behind. What's happening in there? And they can't get anybody from the gotcha, bridge. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. That's because everyone in there is dead. Okay, that makes a little bit more sense. But like for a second there, I was like, we hate it but, Oh boy, that's that's really. Dark. Shout outs to it's them. Tra- shout outs to them bothering to animate, uh, ripping the top off of like Evangelion, where it's clearly just them tilting a piece of paper. Yeah. Yeah. To be fair, uh, the Ideon I... rips a lot of things open in this movie. And doesn't he chuck it at like one of the one of yes. the other mechas and like cuts it in half? Yeah, <laughs> it's great. It's very good. Yeah. The we cannot stress enough. A lot of great detail goes into the battles in this, so everything feels unique and desperate. Like, we're going to be talking past a lot of these things, but it really does look good. Yeah, for sure. Uh, So we cut to the medbay, where the kids are all helping out because there are so few people who aren't armed right now that could be doing anything. Um, Like. Piper Lou is just pushing around a frickin' first aid kit while the children are helping people who have, like, missing limbs. Hell yeah. And at this point, a completely shit-faced Cheryl stumbles in and goes, Oh, Lou! Taking the baby without any explanation. And then when she's, like, uh, asked about it, she's like, I need to do some more research on him. (laughs) him. Is there any non-gross baby content in this movie? No no uh no, no? we're t- talking like 2008 dawn of the dead levels of gross baby content yeah uh there's a part in here lotta follows cheryl who has locked herself in a room with the baby and she's like what are you doing in there cheryl and hilariously the door is not locked she's just being polite and then cheryl opens it and then locks it but there's a part in this where you can see Cheryl is completely out of her gourd, where she just says, Oh, I'm I'm running tests on Lou. I'm going to save us all. Do you not want to be saved? And then she locks the door. Uh-huh. She's, like, trying to feed Lou, and, like, out of, like, the cup had already been knocked over. It's just, it's fucking so dire. Big Doug yes. Jones energy. It's wild. Oof. So, uh, the Ome Foundation dude, uh, Gindoro, I believe. I didn't put his name this early in the notes, he is way more a moral inventor in this take on the story. He's just disappointed at all times his new toy isn't being shown off. Where's the Gandoroa, Doba? I forgot he also got shot and I was like, God damn, Doba just slapped that guy to death. <laughs> 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 when would you really pip had too strong. Uh, that happens way later, <laughs> but yes.
1: Well, yes. whatever. That dude, talk about... that
0: dude survives into the last half hour. Hey, we're gonna yeah. talk we're gonna talk about it. I just forgot that he got shot. And I was like, holy shit, dude. <laughs> <laughs> so does Dove Buff, to be fair. Dude, he he is the buff commander. <laughs> <laughs> finally, finally, the last episode of the season, a buff joke but lands, is appropriate. Oh uh-huh. uh-huh. I've got one for you later. Oh no, the Chris, the entire end of this thing, everyone's in the buff. Come on. <laughs> I got I got the joke for when the buff Earth gets destroyed. It just they obliterate planet fitness. <laughs> I'll give you that one. I'll give you that one. I was taking a drink as you said that. <laughs> <laughs> I just spit coffee into my hair. So good, dude. That's a great joke. That that was good. I did not see that coming god damn it only 20 episodes in and we're finally pulling out like jokes <sighs> it's it's just like this series it doesn't get good to the last movie <laughs> <sighs> all right and then i just fucking pull off my scooby-doo mask and i'm actually tomito <laughs> hey he makes a cameo in this film i put the screenshot in does he? yeah that that yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually, I looked at that guy and I'm like, what is that guy doing with that paper? I have no idea what that's what's happening there, and uh, that's very funny that that's it. Yep. Yeah, if you notice a conspicuous weirdo on the bridge near the end of the film, that's Tamino. He's got storyboards for Gundam.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Huh, I just scrolled down to look at it. Yeah. Well, Kideo Kojima can do it. Tomino did it first, baby! Metal Gear ripped this off, too! Shocking. Metal Gear rips literally everything off. Shoutouts to that Metal Gear tweet that everyone will not stop linking. I know. Anyway, Doba's first plan is this. Sacrifice hundreds of men to get the Ideon into the path of a massive comet that will deal the death blow to the robot. Uh, Harulu watches this and goes, There is no way in hell this will kill them, telling her men to move in and capitalize on whatever damage it does after it lands. So, Bess and Cosmo agree that with no time left, the only move is to let the Ideon rip and tear the solo ship like a tin can to get at the gun. Corpses of various men lie across the deck and inside as they do so. And then, Cheryl... Uh, anyone Uh, else want to take this scene? She she puts Lou she puts Lou in a spacesuit a spacesuit that is way bigger than him by the way so for a long time like people are like holding on to Lou and it's just Lou's head in a otherwise limp suit which is very very weird yeah uh, she goes outside and like does like the Lion King pose like holding Simba up in the air being uh, like I'll I'm not gonna do the rest of that <laughs> that's a good idea Chris uh, yeah. <laughs> and oh, holds up. Holds up Piper Lou and, says, and like calls, the like calls the E-Day's bluff being like, hey, fucker, why don't you save all of us and not just this baby? Here, the baby's right here. She save holds us, up, please. She holds up Lou and says, everything you can see will one day be yours. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of true, actually. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, totally. not wrong. <laughs> uh but but what happens? It's and also the idiot's like about to launch the the wave cannon. Like they're just trying to get it charged up, but they're having trouble with the e day power. Like there's a lot of uh, hey, the e day power's not working the way we think it's supposed to. So if you ever see a gun so red, your soul leaves your body. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> so lands, uh-huh. Uh huh. So when she does that, the idiot just fucking. <laughs> Just, the, the gauge goes wild because Tomino, tired of all these fucking lines on the gauge, just, Lou just fucking lifts up like the fucking res baby, and then Cheryl flies into space, and you see her suit disintegrate, and her soul leave her fucking body. Wait, and then Gij's soul shows up and, and like, consoles her! And it's like, hey, you're here now, isn't this great? And it's like, that comes out of fucking nowhere. Yo. like okay okay i wish in retrospect that they hinted that gij soul was out there somewhere when gij died when they did gij's death scene they should have added something there because this comes out of completely left field and i wasn't sure if this Only was if like you're a... a sicko atheist <laughs> 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 like i i just i the fact that like gij soul is still around that dj's soul, it, like, I wasn't sure if this was like a, oh, you know what? Like, Cheryl's had a rough time. She's finally gonna get some peace in the afterlife. But no, it's not even that. It's even weirder than that. Thanks, Okay, Matt, so no. we lost all our Catholic listeners. Chris, Chris, this this movie has the birth of the Messiah. Oh my god. There's like three minutes where they won't stop saying Messiah, and I'm just like, please, stop. <laughs> uh, um, So this is the point where you realize that Gije didn't die on the ship. The Ide is trapping the souls of everyone in this conflict. Yeah, shit's fucked, fam. Like remember, Dharam Zuba's soul is going to show and up in the end of this. That completely yeah, that, that basically retcons the entire series to explain why the Ideon has been getting more and more powerful as everyone dies around it. Yeah. Is it just sucking in all their fucking souls? That w- that would have been great. I would have loved to have seen that. Actually, it's like Legacy of Cain, where you just see the NA's XP bar go up. <laughs> Pretty much. Um. So the aftermath <laughs> of this is that. Sorry, I just thought of an imaginary YouTube edit where the sublight missiles hit Karele, and then you hear the Call of Duty "bada, bada, bada as you level up. <laughs> <laughs> Tactical nuke deployed. <laughs> when I wait on 25 elderly customers at Starbucks (laughs) God, what a brutal, brutal tweet. (laughs) So good (laughs) So Uh... Harulu is the only person who has any experience fighting this thing and this is why as everyone else turns the fleet around she goes, this is horseshit until I see a body, get me in closer so, the immediate aftermath of this is the E Day is royally pissed, and it just glasses both the buff and human homeworlds. RIP to Planet Fitness. <sighs> there it is. God. <laughs> I have to keep the other one, though, just because I spit up the coffee. You are going to keep the other one. Fletcher, it's what we in the biz call a back. It's true. Ah, uh, uh, so. Forward. All of the solo ship crew start waking up, and they're hearing transmissions from their homeworlds dying. Uh, Karala begins searching the deck for Piper Liu, who is still absent. Bess has Hatari start using the E-Day powered sensors to see how Earth is doing, and everyone starts catching up. And there's also, like, at one point, I don't remember exactly when, but there's a hole in the dome where the yeah and then is. it's fixed later because everyone's hanging out in there but but then but then like there are three or four different invasions of the ship that go from that point so it's very that's amazing. why everyone starts wearing spacesuits Space suits. on the bridge that's yeah, true why are they getting vacuumed well i guess because... i guess because the um like when they're hanging out they can hang out on the bridge with the door closed to the forest right because like, yeah but they're hanging out in the know. dome Sometimes no, literally everyone in the dome has suits. You see I, it. Yes, I know. I'm just wondering why they're not getting vacuumed. Uh, blame the barrier. Okay, yeah. whatever. Fuck That's it. The yeah, fuck fuck it. it. Yeah, they it's a cheat, but yeah, they're they're operating in vacuum for the rest I of the I can't believe game. this anime about a giant spiritual graveyard robot is not scientifically accurate. So at this point, Dobub starts going maybe my daughter was right maybe we do need cooperation to prevent a worse catastrophe meanwhile his other daughter rolls up and goes kill my bitch sister and all her fucking friends yeah there's a lot of and then uh, like there's a lot of cosmo leaving the ship because like oh i gotta get i gotta go get corolla and then Bess is like get back to the mecca he's like okay i'll get back to the mecca and then he kills a few dudes in and he's like i gotta go get corolla like Lou. In that explosion, like it looks like there's a little like green glow, and it looks like it flies, like Lou flies back to the ship. But I, I was expecting Lou to not be in the spacesuit anymore. Actually, <laughs> uh, like to be like just like surrounded by E. Uh, Day energy. But uh, yeah, like Karela, like she gets. Uh... You can tell Corolla's pregnant because she gets that real healthy glow. <laughs> 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 uh... <laughs> Uh, so, like, yeah, Corolla's, is like, she's getting kicks in her stomach. And, like, there's a whole, like, r- several times in this movie, people say, like, this baby is way more developed than it should be at this point in time. Oh, yeah, it's almost like the grossest away. scene of all time. Uh, where uh-huh. they're like, oh, it's still alive in her body. Like, also, yikes. it's like a fully developed baby four months in. Thanks, and yeah, Thanks, magic robot. Yeah, yeah. And, like, she feels that she, like, senses Lou, and that Lou is out there somewhere, and that her baby wants to be with Lou. yeah. And, and like, this becomes a huge factor in the rest of the movie. This next part is complete chaos, because Harulu's men start leaping out in walkers. Like, they actually swarm the Ideon while it's out of pilots, because Cosmo's gotten out. And they break into the ship. This is where the assault starts, with them careening through the halls of the solo ship, picking off defenders and civilians. Shoutouts to how three taking three children to operate an assault rifle. Dude, yes, Ashura gets a kill like immediately. <laughs> yes, the little girl from the series, Ashura, just straight up off someone with her first shot. Finally, uh huh. She got she gets that good one to one ratio. Oh, yikes. <laughs> oh, yikes. And this is a ship battle while Cosmo's trying to retrieve Kerala. He eventually does, and the Kerala plus Lu combo is enough that the Ide protects them with a barrier strong enough to shrug off a direct hit from a crazy new mobile mecha. Yeah, this is the one that they were like, are we good Is this the other one? Because there were two ships in the main series where they said, we're not going to use that. Uh, I think one of them is the big laser. Yeah, one of them is the Gando Roa. This is a thing that we see, I think, like one time in an episode, but it's not really used. They start mass producing them. Yeah, there's a lot of them in here. I think they look pretty rad. Yeah, they're uh, cool. Yeah, yeah. and the, and the laser it shoots is kind of like animated in a cool way. Oh no, that that's very cool. Yeah, the, the beam effects are very good, and they're using a lot of the increased animation budget to make them appear cosmic and visually stunning. Uh, this is the one with, like, the, the, the two women driving, right? Like, yep. Piloting, Yeah, yeah. so, like, talk about, uh, you know, more female drone pilots in the future. <laughs> <Huh>. just to figure out how hot they are to each other. <laughs> <laughs> more female mech pilots. Like Kasha grins bit. at you. this this is the future that liberals want (laughs) speaking of those two lesbians Harulu's newest newest lieutenants are incredibly capable and realize Kerala is the thing that keeps summoning the Ide so Harulu goes well if all we have to do to end this is kill my sister let's go kill my sister get in the fucking car Mm mhm and Doba also starts planning his own final strike, and this is where we see the Gando-Roa. It rules. It's just a big... Imagine a combination between your eyelashes and a spider, whose only purpose is to channel the energy of a fucking supernova into a focused ray. Yeah, and it's got, like, the, the three bays, which are, like, giant hexagons around it, and then it's, like, yeah, spiky around it. It fucking bones the only downside to it is that because it's relying on you know a supernova which is a stationary event it has to be in one place they can't really move it so they need to lure the it into its path i'm glad you caught this also <laughs> yeah uh uh-huh. yes uh yeah. at 42 minutes we get the final appearance of gendered pig Hell Goodbye, yeah. gendered pig <laughs> uh and then we go to uh the bridge where everybody decides to take a break from all the war. This is where they start refueling the robot. Life. Yeah, they're just like eating like fucking bread rolls and tofu. Bess literally doesn't know he's a father until everything is a war zone, by the way. And this is my favorite bit. And then he's like, you silly woman, who could hate you for being pregnant? And then just Kasha just fucking scowling and giving Corala the death glares on account of her being a space racist. Yup. <laughs> Yeah, Bess had no idea she was pregnant. Yep, God, fuck off. four months. And I love that every woman on the bridge who is over the age of ten is just like, how did none of you men know this? And Bess's Bess excuse is, is great, because he's like, we we are in the middle of a war. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> like, I was at work. <laughs> There's a funny bit, too, uh, here, because, uh, yeah, Bess and Karala uh, Kiss, you know, sort of like, you know, alright, we'll go back to our stations here, have a kiss goodbye. And then, um So Cosmo and Kasha look at each other and like K- Kasha's like, Well, I guess it's our turn, then and then she like there's this awkward bit where she like poses to kiss and like closes her eyes and it looks I thought Cosmo was gonna walk away. <laughs> uh instead though, he tries to kiss her, but since they both have helmets on, uh they like bonk on the chin. And go well. I guess this isn't gonna work out, and I guess not. And like I thought, that was actually a pretty funny uh, little comedy beat. It's weird. I love though. it. It's um, weird. Though. I will actually point out they do not kiss at any time in this film. Uh, at least not on camera. Yeah. Well, Kasha claims such, but again, we don't see it, which means the animators did not think that was a thing we needed. It's so weird, because the ending, like, implies that there's a romantic relationship, and I'm like, I guess this started when he gave you a blanket, is that what true love is? I- there's a- there's a lot of weird stuff. Well, let's not, like, blow also, the ending. Also, yeah, let's- let's get to Cosmo that later, because I have some notes basically puts about his that. Arms out around his two ladies. <laughs> yeah. Um... But yeah, Cosmo, Deck, and Techno are going to go pilot the mecha, and Kasha is going to stay on the ship and Who's help Techno? the Techno? Is Techno the guy that looks like Hayuga? Yes. Okay, we were trying to figure that guy's name out last time, so... I don't think it's ever spoken in the series, other than, like, uh, when they say, third pilot, Techno, get out there. I definitely did not know it, because now I'm having a visceral reaction that that's so fucking stupid, when I definitely would have known that already. I Uh legitimately do not know if it was actually spoken in the series. I had to look up who the third person on the ship was. Uh. So, you know, Harulu is in the giant mecha with her commanders, and it's just three buff ladies lezzing around. Yeah, really. Because this is the scene that Chris mentioned earlier where they're talking about, Why don't you have helmets on? Oh, it would uh, stop our beauty. Ah, then I should never wear a helmet again. Right? (laughs) And then they go, yep. Yeah. You know, just three buffs lezzin' around. So, the Ide tries another psychic conversation. It links up Cosmo and Harulu. Their cycle sync rate exceeds 100%. 400%! Yup. You're gonna turn to Goosey. Both get pissed off at each other because two redheads cannot talk without yelling. I know this from experience. (laughs) That's and the whole premise of Ireland as a nation, Fletcher. I'm a winner! I'm... <laughs> Ask me about my family! <laughs> the troubles actually started over Thanksgiving. Uh, if you told me the troubles started because someone disagreed about a fucking corned beef recipe, I'd believe you, because I could see it escalating that way. Corned beef um, is the only thing I miss as a vegetarian. You know, corned beef, I actually cooked a corned beef brisket uh, earlier this week. Oh, I don't want Funnily the, good, enough, st- it don't want the good shit. I want that canned hair of her shit, brother. I'm not gonna lie. Uh. I, there is a certain part of me that is enjoying that I became a vegetarian just in time for all this weird panic shit because all the stores still have the vegetarian alternatives to things. Oh, nobody dude. is touching them. No, mm. we've been out of like tofu for weeks and weeks and weeks. Oh, it's fucking hilarious here. Like, I can pick up tofu. I can pick up the faux black bean patties, whatever. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. Cosmo fires the wave cannon into Harulu's ship, and she escapes out in the pod. So they just jet right onto the solo ship in the escape pod. And Lotta fucking wrecks one with her rocket launcher instantly. Yeah, Lotta kicks a lot of ass in this, actually. <laughs> until, until the end there, where she kind of doesn't have any sense of uh, self preservation. I see what you did there. No, I don't well, know. Oh, she kicks a lot, of you guess. Know, uh-huh. Uh, uh-huh. <laughs> that was unintentional, but I will take it. <laughs> Harulu walks into the dome through the hole she just made over the body of her fucking companion, who sees Lada and Lada goes, "I tried to kill your sister once too, but hell if I'm going to let you kill Steel." And Lada gets gunned down. Yeah. My man gets fucking ventilated, dude. No, that's that's someone else in a second, because Kerala and Harulu start talking, and Kerala says she will absolutely kill her sister if she has to to give her baby birth, and then misses, so Harulu empties three into her fucking face. Goddamn, dude. It's fucking brutal. Goddamn. Yeah, damn. we see it. We see it aimed at her head, and then you just see the shots go into there, her visor. Uh, there are visor. some very gnarly frames. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, so a question though, like, like later on Harulu is injured. Is she injured from, uh, Kerala's shot and it's just not a fatal yeah. wound? Kerala shoots her in the shoulder. Yeah. Okay. Cause it, it looks like in the, in the scene, it looks like the shot whizzes by her head. No, no. Um, the, the, she actually does completely miss. That is from when they are in the mech that explodes as the person at the back, she takes damage. Because it's in her back if you see the wounds. Okay. I yeah, thought it was I... a clean through. Sh- it, it definitely, when I watched it, it definitely looked like she got shot through the shoulder. Like a clean through. Is no. What it looked like Kerala takes a shot in the shoulder. Harulu takes no shots. Her sh- her suit is untouched. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. That makes more sense. Yeah, cause it's yeah. Kerala completely misses and Harula ices her. Yeah, and then, then we get the grossest scene of all time. <laughs> this is the one that really gets me. The score begins swelling to triumphant heights, and Rappo, the nurse, goes. The baby inside her is still alive. Oh, I love gross. that. This is a direct quote. It is in uh-huh. disturbingly really- good condition. <laughs> yeah, gross. <laughs> and the the How do you the know baby, that? the baby is going to continue to be alive inside the corpse of the mother oh. for the rest of this film. Oh, like I don't know if that's. That's got to be worse than, like, just eradicating uh, Karala completely and pulling the baby out like it did in the end of TV, right? It's oh, got to be worse. It's way grosser. Placenta uh. That's called the that's just called a placenta. Why do you disrespect human life? <laughs> but it's <laughs> E Day placenta, it's like gross extra powerful. So the <laughs> E Day gauge begins the E Day eats it, and that's why it's so powerful. <laughs> like it's powering <laughs> up off the charts. Uh the wave motion cannon is just fucking rapid firing right now. But it's a distraction so the Gandoroa can arrive. They're just feeding them men to slowly push yeah. them in one direction. And they catch on on the ship. They realize they're only being attacked from one side, and they're like, something's weird about that. Uh, we should probably check that out. Yeah, then the Ideon just flies away and finds the Roa. And Harulu yeah. has gotten back to the flagship at this point, so we have... The first conversation that is not two sentences long between Harulu and Doba. Yeah, it's real. That guy that dies early on and Char talking in their room. Yeah, um, I, I rev I said this is really reminiscent of what will be some Char scenes from Counterattack, which is a later movie. I've never seen that. Um, there's a discussion in that between Char and a woman who he's basically keeping around for, like, political gain, and they both kind of know this is just a alliance of convenience. But they're, it's two people who have very different takes on the situation having a conversation. Specifically, both of them hate Harulu has killed Kerala, but they justify it in different ways. Doba goes... Well, you did it yourself for the family's honor, but you made it quick to spare a loved one. And Harulu just spits out that, no, this was an act of hatred. I hate that she got everything I ever wanted, and I couldn't even hear my love's final words. So Doba gets pissed, and he's just like, I didn't raise you to be some emotional child, you're a commander. And Harulu says, fuck your honor, do whatever, but let me kill Every alien. And then we cut to Jolliver coming back from the shell with a bunch of nodos. Yeah, they're they're straight Uh up passing around stimulants on the bridge. Hell yeah. Cosmo and Kasha have a chat over the body of... Like, they don't... Bury anyone. So for the rest of this film, the forest has the bodies of Lada and Kerala under Ugh. a sheet. Oh, they don't yeah. show it to you, but it's so they do a lot. Where Cosmo goes to look, and Kasha goes, "Don't she took three to the face? It's a mess." Yeah, and he and does actually like, have a reaction. Yeah, he's like, "She used to be so pretty," uh, yeah. and now look at this. Uh, that all like, I that all I think of is that incredibly poorly drawn up close shot of her face when he says she used to be so pretty. <laughs> Do you know what's also weird is that now now that Lou's back, Lou is still hanging out in that, that big spacesuit. Yeah, Lou is just in the helmet of the suit. Yeah, and, very and, weird. And is like like happier than a pig and shit just to be near this other baby in this dead woman's body. Yeah. It's very strange. Lou is like, I'm so good at tang. <laughs> uh
1: uh,
0: uh, uh, uh. uh. <sighs> Yeah, that's happening in the background of this scene while Cosmo and Kasha talk. And this is where everyone starts having conversations about what the hell is the Ide doing. Cosmo and Kasha come to the conclusion that it's not trying to stop our races from killing each other, it's trying to collect new species. That's why it really loves the youngest. Yeah, it's doing a Reapers. Yeah. And. They go, then why did it wipe out Earth? Well, the legend says that Ide is invoked by the power of good. I guess it was wiping out evil? And both pilots have some really horrified faces. I swear some of these were stolen for Asuka during her breakdown. I can't believe I can't believe the Irian is so anti-later. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, Doba and Gendoro are having the same conversation on the buff flagship, but they come to other conclusions. Doba suggests the E-Day is gathering us all together to wipe out all forms of intelligent life and make a new era for itself. He shows Gendoro buff Earth is in ruins, literally fragments in space after the last assault. Yeah, so like, here's something where I I feel like at some point both sides kind of go, I guess we're just going to have to do what the E-Day says and have everybody kill each other because that's the reset button and we have no way to avoid this. And I wasn't sure if that was, like... No, everyone's in it for right? personal revenge, right? Like, Cosmo's in it for his family, which hilariously is the only time they've been mentioned in 30 episodes. That's true. Uh, and then yeah. Doba's like, I'm in it for my fucking family. I- I yeah, feel like we haven't gotten point, to Doba's meltdown yet. Well, Doba, okay. well Doba's yeah, really here because he's in it to try to, like... Because the Ideon can, in fact, kill them all and is going to. But, uh, Doba's in it to try to save what's left of the buff clan, because everyone that's left is on this- in this fleet, and in these mechs. Yeah. Yeah, it's just- there's a- there is a turning point where it seems like everybody goes, well, I guess we're doing this because the Ide wants us to, uh, so, like, it's less, like, revenge-focused and more of, like, let's get this over with. Yeah, like, people might- people might think that, like, the soldiers that, uh, kill Doba, right? But- Uh, The main drivers that are actually decision-makers, which is Cosmo and Doba,
1: do not think that.
0: Also, I want to point out at this point, there is a slight plot hole here. So we know that the Solo ship and the Ide destroyed both homeworlds, but we never saw the meteors hitting any colony planets, and in fact the last transmission of human Earth is... To all colony worlds, your home world is, and it cuts off. Mm-hmm. I guess presumably the, the giant explosion at the end would have then wiped out the other colonies too? Maybe. Right? I mean, okay, maybe. I it, don't know. Nothing really talks about it, and we yeah. know that the explosion didn't wipe out everything, because we see it fly by living planets. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's not... In- that, that That is a good point. It's just something that clicked for me this rewatch. It also kind of implies, hey, did the buff clan just not have any uh, other planets? Huh. They definitely, like, researched a lot of planets, but I guess they never... We never see them colonize anywhere. Yeah, they. they you get the impression that they're real tall and not wide. Uh, that's possible, yeah. So, Harulu, once again, being the only person who realizes how terrifying the ideon is saves the flagship by going what the hell is that like jump to hyperspace and realizes that the pilots have fired the wave cannon through a planet yeah because the ide is doing this thing now where it's just showing them glowing red dots on their screen saying shoot here yeah Uh, by the way uh anybody else like laugh when uh jupiter breaks up like it's a solid planet (laughs) Well, no. it's a Jupiter-like world. This is Earth. Settle down, Justin. <laughs> it looks, it looks like Jupiter. It is definitely looks like Jupiter, and it definitely like breaks apart like it's not a gas giant. He's not wow. wrong. Wow, implying Jupiter doesn't have a solid core. <laughs> I mean, like not on its surface. Yeah, not one that should be cracking off and flying away from that shot.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> so, uh, at this point. Oh yeah, this is when that happens. I was like, when does the fucking giraffe ship get wrecked? Yeah. Um, The wound Jolliver took at the start of the movie is starting to finish him off because he's been working non-stop on the mech since with no medical attention. The Ide gauge is glowing more and more, but it's not performing defense. There are no barriers. There are no shields. They just don't work anymore either. So the mech continues pointing things out, and and Cosmo... Are pointed to where the viral Jin, the flagship, is about to reemerge in real space. They fire, and the wave cannon literally cuts the ship in half in hyperspace, killing Harulu.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So Doba goes kind of insane. A little bit. D- Doba continues just shouting, "I'm not owned! I'm not owned!" as he transforms into a corn cob. Yeah, he he shoots Gendoro. Just he straight up does it the most backhanded way too. Like, he turns his back bad. to him and he sticks a gun under his shoulder and fires at the man. Yeah, like so he through turn his cape, around. he gets a hole in his cape. Yeah, but also he does it at, while he's on the ground after he backhands him to the ground. Yeah, <laughs> it rules. And yeah. this is his sweeping speech. I will make the Logo-Dao aliens answer for all my sorrows. For Harulu not being born as a son. For Kerala sleeping with an alien man. Yeah, that Harulu thing is real wow. Uh, that came out of nowhere. Um, He said it once in the show. Uh, well, I, I, you know what? Yeah, but yeah, like I, I guess 30 episodes ago. I'm just saying, it's been a thing that even the military talks about, where it's like, yeah, Doba clearly wishes Harulu could carry on the family name. But, Fletcher, this is months of my actual life ago. As the guy who's been writing the notes, I
1: can't forget.
0: Ask me about how many cuts of EOE there were, Chris. I still know. Three, four, four? Seven. What? Seven? Why? Seven, with the multiple home video releases and the two scripts that yeah, were not completed. There's theater. Oh, there would well, be six, because there would be theater, home... Home directors for both languages, and then, um, yeah, I guess the live-action thing that got cancelled. And the one weird video disc cut. Weird. Yeah. Anyway. So, we get we get the score rising again, which always means something terrible's gonna happen. Cosmo starts committing mad acts of violence against all the mecha. It has some real Asuka versus the mass-produced Ava's energy. Okay. Especially since they're all just completely purely white. Yeah, yeah. These are the these are the giant ones Rulu was piloting with her lieutenants earlier. Yeah, they're they're very shiny, chromey looking things. And on board the ship, Kasha takes a face full of shrapnel. just fucking out of nowhere like it's really bothersome because it's completely random and senseless and that is the worst kind of violence i mean i feel like that's that's the point of this whole final sequence right right but this is like extra like not like somebody shot at her and then she died yeah it it does kind of come out of nowhere although you know the second like uh you know, they, uh, Cosmo and Kasha left after the attempted kiss. They're like, "Oh, I guess we'll try this again later." And I'm like, She dead as fuck." <laughs> like, you know that's gonna happen. Yeah. And then she just magically grows mermaid hair later. <laughs> yeah, we don't really see her um, ever let her hair down in the show, so that no. is a really distinct visual. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's many reasons why that. <laughs> there's, a about, there's a lot of There's <laughs> a lot going on there, my friend. Uh-huh. There's a lot happening in those last five minutes. Jesus Christ. Uh, this is also the point where Tomato's in the background. I'm going to put this screenshot in the show notes. That's a good quote to put under it, too. <laughs> yes, true. I kind of think that's why that happened, because he's so conspicuous at the time. <laughs> Uh, and Cosmo gets told by Bess that Kasha is dead just as the Gondoroa starts lining up the kill shot. And he's like, he's like, okay, and then he's like, wait, Kasha, gone? Yeah, it takes him a second to realize it's not like, oh, Kasha's missing, it's, Kasha's dead, Cosmo. And then he fucking, like, intermi- EOE intermissions.
2: Yup. Mm-hmm.
0: It's where you get that, like, heavy breathing for a while, and then he just goes fucking ape shit. Yes. He tries to shield the solo ship with the energy as it goes out when his rage is spent, but it's not much. Best points out, there are more ships in this sector than we've ever fought, and everything within 3.5 light years is just as bad. There is nowhere to run. There are still 20 minutes left in this film for things to get worse. And boy, Uh, howdy. uh, Doba... Doba starts talking to the ghost of Gendoro at this point. Yeah, he struck him down, and Gendoro became more powerful <laughs> than he could ever <laughs> yeah. imagine. Like, okay, is this E Day stuff? Is this Doba yes. just losing his mind? This is literally E Day stuff. This is the actual soul of Gendoro. So this is the this is the only time we've actually seen a soul like yeah. interact with a regular. Yeah, he's person. just hanging out because the E Day is full right now. Yeah. That's it. The, nobody can pass on until this ends. Just hanging out in the pot, waiting for waiting for seconds. So Gindoro just chills and he's like, "Ah, you know what? I finally get it, Doba. In death, I have the clarity to see what your shit is." I'm sorry, I doubted you. And Doba looks at this and just goes, "Oh shit!" Has the Ide been invoked? And that's when the Roa fires. I see what you did there, Tamino. The solo ship is melting in front of this beam. The Ideon is on its ass and trying to use whatever it has as a buffer. Every buff ship is cosmic dust. Karala's body begins glowing and floating through the fucking air. Gross. Uh you know what? You know what? I realized we we glossed over something, which is that Cosmo names the baby. Ah yes, I I did forget to add that to the note. Do- yeah. Excuse um. me? Yeah, oh, you didn't hi- realize that? Yeah, they're talking like, oh, you're pregnant, oh, we all just found out, why don't we call the baby Messiah, that sounds good, and and Corolla doesn't even say anything, everyone just goes like, yeah, that sounds good. Yeah, the first time Corolla says the child's name is right here as her soul leaves her body. (laughs) Yeah, Cosmo, like... Cosmo and Kasha name the baby. Yeah, that's presumptuous of Cosmo to name somebody else's baby. It's fine. This takes place in, like, Space Indiana, she has no rights. Huh. So, yeah, um Kerala's final words are, All right, Messiah, it is time. They A green light just darts through space amidst all the carnage. So, before we see how this hit the solo ship, we cut back to Doba. He's on the bridge of his ship. The lights are out from all the damage. And he just gives an announcement. In five minutes, the beam will have died down. Move in to confirm the kill. In thirty minutes, I have an announcement about our homeworld. The operation is complete, and we cut back to the Ideon is collapsed on the remains of the solo ship. Cosmo is in full panting exhaustion in his head, and the Ide keeps pointing out targets. Is this where we get that punch that they literally lift like everything about in a nineteen? like where right. he punches through the bridge um because no. like in terms of like even like where people are sitting everything about that frame is lifted for um episode 19 of ava when it punches through the um command center no it is identical. that is that is after they get to the the flagship okay this is just when he's collapsed and he's just panting heavily and we just see the face So he says, there's a target, and Bess says, all right, uh, obey Cosmo's order for when to hit the break because they can't see any of this. And while Bess is pinned down, uh, he takes a shot to the shoulder. Ashura's head is blown off. Hell yeah. Yikes. Cosmo sounds the signal and Hatari hits the switch just as a bullet goes through his head. You know, Blast. having seen that gif, it's way more shocking because it just everything carries on. No one gives a shit at all. Not even the the movie cares. I mean like yeah. at this point, like we are so close to the end. Like I had been bracing for this scene because I had seen that I, I didn't see that gif a while ago. And I'm like, oh, that's gonna happen. When is that gonna happen? It happens like right at the end. <laughs> The last things you hear from Hatari, with a fucking bullet hole in his head, are. But I'm not finished here. And everyone on the bridge who is not named Piper, Lou, or Bess is now dead. Uh, I w- I will point out we still have 15 minutes left of this film. So. What a packed 15 minutes. I know, right? That feels why like I, an hour. That's why I added long. those guides. It's amazing how fast this moves in the last 20. So, the target that Ide is pointing them at is not the Gando Roa, but the ruined viral One last time, the Ide tries to make contact, and Cosmo and Doba get linked. Doba is offended at the concept that the Ide brought both sides to war just to prolong its own life. This conversation does not go well, but Cosmo uses it to find the ship. And this is probably my favorite sequence of the film, visually. Because the Ideon flies around the mass of the Gando Roa, chasing the flagship, enemy fire missing the robot, and just puckering and destroying the front of the battle platform with each missed shot.
1: It's good. Yeah,
0: it's very good. All, of the, all the, the problem is, is that half of this movie is fights. The fights are actually good, unlike all of the other fights, but there's just nothing to say about them other than... It's true, good. yeah. But this is probably the most stunning sequence to me just for all the work that goes into it. Yeah. So, Doba orders that they fire the Roa again just to, like, take out the robot, take out the solo ship, and his men openly revolt. The news of the homeworld's destruction has leaked now, and the men have no wish to sign their own species' death in a suicide attack. Yeah, because they're in front of the Roa. Like, they will be hit by the beam. Yeah, the yeah. the ship is in the same place, so literally all of the remaining buff forces will be wiped out if this goes off. Mm-hmm. And Doba says, you know, it's too late, the giant is right next to them, and as all of the men riddle him with holes, one just shouts out, it's never too late. And then, it is literally too late. <laughs> because the Idaeon rips open the bridge and sucks all three assassins into space. Hell yeah. Uh-huh. But... Someone has taken the commander's order to heart and the Gandoroa begins powering up. So Bess, the only person on the solo ship bridge over the age of two, uh, just stands up wounded, still being destroyed by all fire, and just says, Cosmo, it may have been too late. So Cosmo starts trying to cut the thing in half with the glinting swords, and he would probably succeed if a buff pilot didn't decide, nope, nope, you are going to hell with me, buddy, and charges right into him. He does cut the thing in half, though, right? You do see, like, a slice through the... the uh... He cuts it, yeah. but he doesn't finish. No, okay. So it blows itself up under Relatable. its own power, but it fires. Uh... And everyone turns to dust or blood or both. Cosmo explodes in a spray of gore. Sorry, like, when when you fired, but she's still cutting. (laughs) (laughs) When you cut, but she's still firing. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, it definitely looks like uh, Cosmo's forearms, like, explode, like, kind of like how, like, um, Asuka's arm splits in that one scene in End of Eva. Yeah. Like, it's got kind of a similar vibe. And, I, I mean... Everyone dies before us. Literally everyone who is still standing, every ship we have seen, every mecha, burned to ash. The Ideon has all the paint scorched off it until it's just a gray frame, and then the Ide is invoked. This explosion just starts growing and consuming planets and stars and spreading out, and you can just see the light as it continues to zoom further and further through the cosmos. Beams are flying by no matter how far back we get. It's like a reverse 2001. And slowly, they break the shot, and you come to see that every one of those beams is a soul men and women flying through the cosmos in all directions. Absolutely naked and with no detail spared, by the way. Yeah, yeah. for the entire rest of this movie, if you hear us discuss someone, presume that you are seeing their full-ass form. Hope you like dicks and nipples. Tons <sighs> of dicks and nipples. There's a note in here that just says, I wish I didn't have to see Dex and dick. Yeah. Oh yeah, buddy. Yeah, it, the, That's the most not- prominent one. Yes, yes, Uh he gets a full frame shot of his junk. Yeah, it's like, it's like a full Dr. Manhattan on Mars. It's the the Nevermind cover. Just the back. (laughs) I think what you mean is, it's cats. (laughs) It's cats. Release the butthole cut. I knew you were going to say that. I knew it. I want it. it. I want it. Why why do you want buttholes? I want the butthole cut. I'm also mad that they removed a cat pissing on camera. Matt. You know what? You know what's the best about buttholes is that they look like they're going to hyperspace. Yep. Speaking of the end of two thousand one. Ah, so.
1: Have you ever seen how that? Yes, okay. No, I have. I have. Gotcha. So gotcha. boring. I fell asleep.
0: It definitely goes way too long in the like, psychedelic like, stretch. The whole movie is so boring. It's. I like it. I know it's like interpretively paced, but I like. It. In 2020, it's just a man talking to his Alexa. <laughs> You're not wrong. That's what it, that's what it is. It's just man man, do, man doing social distancing, talking to Alexa until he goes crazy and kills his Alexa. For what it's worth, I am definitely already at the point of oh, I should not be locked up alone. Then we could just call the uh, the psychedelic portion your medically induced coma when you get the corona. <laughs> ta 2001. Sorry, 2020, A Space Odyssey. There you go. Technically, there was a sequel called 2010, The Second Odyssey. What? Yeah, yeah. That, that's, a thing that's real. Exist. John Lithgow Why? was in it. Why? Why would you make that? Because it's based on the novel. It's like Matrix 4, also. Why would you make that? You know what? I'll go see it.
1: I'm gonna oh, see
0: it. I'm gonna see it, for sure. <laughs> well, we'll all see it if it ever gets made now. Y- you know what? When I saw some screenshots sh- of them making the Matrix 4, I was like, this is the first time I have personally ever been pandered to. I'm old now. I'm the boomer. Um, it's not going to get any better me here, Chris. Yeah, I'm shit. the boomer now. I'm the one being explicitly pandered to with remakes. <laughs> Let me find... There was a thing earlier that you have just reminded me of. God damn it. Uh... How much of the adrenochrome conspiracy theory relies on people refusing to accept that celebrities of their generation are just getting old because they themselves refuse to accept their aging? I mean, man, like, we haven't even gotten close to, like, the, you know, a lot of really big celebrities dying, not of coronavirus, just in general, like, uh... The good news is I will be unaffected by that, because I don't know what any of their names are. (laughs) Good for you. Uh, like, uh, Kenny, uh, oh god, what's his name? Kenny Rogers just died. Like, yep. I don't know who that is. Uh, Manus, yes, you do. Danger died. Zone. <laughs> God damn it, Clutch. Is that, is that true? <laughs> no, that's Kenny Loggins. That's okay. Because I would believe you. <laughs> I was pulling a U. <laughs> I, yeah, but it doesn't work because you're saying it to me. <laughs> Chris, how many no. kidneys do we have? Uh, d- at le- I know there are at least two. Oh my god, Corona killed Kenny. You bastards. So, it is clear now that everyone trapped in this conflict in the E-Day's Web and the horror of this war is now free. Various pairings fly by. I'm I'm not mentioning all the random lieutenants who get paired off here. It's so many! Shoutouts to the one, incel guy. Guess I'll be alone forever! Yeah, it, yep. It's like J- Jolliver and, like, one of the other bridge dudes. No, Jolliver and one of Harulu's oh, buff right. lieutenants. That's right. Yeah. Th- th- that dude couple... straight up had buff fever. <laughs> that is one way to describe that. Yes. Uh, yeah. No, like this is weird because like you have pairings that are that seem like they'd be canon, like Rappo and um, and Moira, but then you have like Duram and Harulu are together, which doesn't make sense because the whole yes point it does. Of, it doesn't because he rejected her. That was the whole point of the thing. <laughs> But he recorded a will and testament to her because in the end he was like, you know what, we should not have been in the military. <laughs> oh, was that it? I just imagined that one commander flying by with the gendered piggies like I've eating so many hot dogs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was going to mention, there are actually a couple of male-only or female-only pairing pairings, so I don't know if these are supposed to be like destined loves or just like, a The person to spend eternity with. In before the weird cousins fly by together. Ugh. Yeah, yeah, there's definitely. I mean, like, a couple of them are relatives, like, uh. What is it? Uh. Wait, Lot. I guess Lot and Lynn are not related. No, they're not. They're, they're just not. paired off. Yeah, weird. Uh. Yeah. Um, a couple of the buff men are paired off, just like some of the random, uh, villains of the week. Uh, Domido shows up and is named. Yeah, Domido and Mayaya. Yeah. Oh, is this... It's worth noting that uh, just the entire time Happy Birthday is going on. Yes! Yes, the the children are all singing Happy Birthday. Like, in English? Uh Uh-huh.
1: With slightly
0: altered lyrics. This was before it was uh, public domain, too. Well, this is also Japanese copyright. Uh, fair, fair. But, like, part of me imagines, like, paying the money to use the birthday song at this pivotal point. It just cracked me up. Also, of all the named cast of these films, only one individual does not show up. Rapapa, Dex Squirrel, had no soul. Fuck off animals. Hell yeah. Rip. So, Rest near the end ex- of everything. <laughs> to to you know, this vegetarianism. <laughs> Kitty Kitten breaks off from the pack and joins Kasha in trying to awaken a sleeping they both agree a kiss should have done it, but Kitty tries and nothing happens. And they just say he's probably exhausted and decided
1: to chill
0: So, Kerala gives birth to her child, and Messiah leaves his mother's form but through a purple hole in her body to rest. lead everyone. Bess flies up and joins his partner just as Piper Lou takes Messiah's eye. And, reminder, Piper Lou and Messiah are not like an atom so sorry, take that Burrow. <laughs> um Cosmo awakens in the glow of the light and he has a small conversation with Kitty. She just gives him a peck on the cheek and says that the children are waiting. So at the end of it says, all He says, "I guess I had a lot to let go of." Yeah, uh-huh. that's all he says when he gets up slowly. Like and the the funny thing is like just imagine Waking up and being like, oh no, my kind of girlfriend's on my left, and my, like, other female companion of question mark, you know, status is on the left. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. Yeah. (laughs) Choose, Cosmo. (laughs) This is Tenchi Moyo now. Baker Street plays, and Cosmo just puts an arm around each of them. (laughs) Don't you want to (laughs) become one with us? Oh, God. (laughs) 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 So, Cosmo and Kasha have a little chat, and they agree that everything they did wasn't for nothing. Not the, hair, the hair is a lot. Kasha's hair is going nuts. Meanwhile, Cosmo's, a fucking afro, is untouched. It's like that Kasha looks like she's out of the latest WWE game. Also- Kasha <laughs> looks like she could be the cover of East 1. Yeah, it's got, like, it's like spidering all over the place, or, like, octopusing, like, it's... Yeah. It looks, it looks cool, actually. It just kind of made it confusing to recognize who she was, and it just makes it more awkward than... I'm just saying, Kasha thinking. on the left and Kitty on the right is the cover of East 1 and 2 Chronicles. They're the twin goddesses. Uh, you know what, Co- uh, Cosmo is, in fact, the sailor's wheel. <laughs> but, and uh, uh we, we learned something about Cosmo also in that the uh, curtains does not match the drapes or the the rug does not match the drapes in this case because <laughs> they draw in pubic hair on him and he's one of the only people yeah yeah like it's like a lot of the other like you know they're flying around and so you see like the tail of whatever shooting star spirit energy it is so you don't really see below the waist but yeah you, you get a good look at this ding dong I must interrupt with breaking news I sure. like pointed to our laptops and one of the Sims 3 Loading messages is calculating social Distance oh. Oof <laughs> Wow
1: Take that, idiot, Kojima uh...
0: Well right Mad genius <laughs> Didn't Name him well right for nothing we can't cut back on pandemic response. We will regret this. The Virgin Cogina versus the Shadow, right? You're welcome. Ah. Uh, so, in what is one of the weirdest pairings in this ending, Doba and Emperor Zuo are, uh, are soulmates in the afterlife. They're roommates like those guys in Venice. But they're both very chill with each other for people who were having fucking plots against one another. Uh-huh. And, uh, they agree that, uh, Cosmo and Kasha being at the center of the invocation must have been true good.
1: But were they in the center of the invocation? Yeah, they were.
0: They were all. Yeah, I guess Kasha wasn't, but Cosmo definitely was. Cosmo definitely was. Although, like, this this show did nothing to sell me on the two of them together, even that one scene earlier in this movie. So, like, this kind of comes out of nowhere like kasha does not seem like the most pure person on the ship oh absolutely not i can definitely see these two pairing off because no one else is going to have the shared wild experience they just did that's not true cosmo can fly away with his, the ghost of his knife <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> oh my god okay the ghost of his knife going on the list Uh Uh-huh, and, uh, Katja just flies off with the Turner Diaries. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck! Twice now! Twice (laughs) I've had to get coffee out of my hair. You're welcome. God. (laughs) Ugh. (laughs) Jesus, you're on fire today. (laughs) Ugh. So, yeah. Um... I want to submit just the word oof as this episode title. <sighs> so yeah, um, the souls fly across the universe through various alien worlds we saw through the series. The, the worms are there. And eventually the souls reach what is absolutely supposed to be our Earth.
1: Mm-hmm. So
0: just like EOE, the final shot of the show is an ocean-tinted red. It's live-action footage... And then it churns through a few colors of the rainbow. The score screams to a crescendo. And finally, we are free of Ide. The end. And then lightning steps off a train in France. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it
1: Commander is the Adama.
0: same ending. He's right. Commander <laughs> Adama is there.
1: Uh, so, at you'll, the you'll end. of will find out the about all. that later.
0: What do we think of The Invoked? Uh, what a... Ideon is a cool story, and just, like, one of the worst things I have ever watched. Yeah, I don't... I don't know how I feel about this, because, like, I thought this was, like... This definitely doesn't reach, like, EOE levels of, like, this is a hell of a sit, but at least it's a wild ride, even though it's, like, really, like, dark and, and you know, dour. Like, it doesn't quite reach that levels of good but it's it's certainly interesting <laughs> so yeah, like thir- 40% of the movie is just that part where nerves getting wrecked that's yeah. what i was going to say is this is basically what if the nerve assault were the mass of the film mm-hmm. And then we rushed through instrumentality. Yeah, yeah, because the instrumentality part is just, everyone's happy and... and Like, I I like this ending better than the TV one, because the TV one is just like, well, fuck humanity unless you're a baby. Uh, (laughs) Also, it's it's hilarious to revisit that narration after watching this movie. uh Yes. Yeah, like, this time they at least it's kind of happy because, oh yeah, everyone died a horrible, terrible, painful death, but hey, they're being reborn somewhere. That's nice. Yeah. But why isn't the rest of the Sixth Civilization getting reborn? Like, there's... Ah? Like, what does it mean for, like, all the other people? Like, all the people who died in this conflict supposedly are reincarnated. I I I presume as, like, infants. It's hard to say otherwise, but like, I don't know what happens to all the other... Yeah, like, what happens to the Sixth Civilization people? Like, is it just their energy is gone because they spent it all trying to reset humanity well they would they would have been the progenitors of the human and buff race yeah yeah right like they have that they have that shared genetic thing because they can clearly like breed
1: yeah Mm -hmm.
0: so how am i the first one to point out the fact that this is literally the backstory to scientology oh right oh my god dude there were no dc oh my god yeah but we didn't see any of them that's go why into piper lewis volcanoes. that's why piper lewis holy he doesn't have any thetans yet yeah yeah that that checks out actually fuck dude how did you miss that <laughs> i i i don't know i don't think about scientology that often <laughs> I think about Scientology a lot, but I was busy being mad about watching Space Runaway Idiot.
1: <laughs> 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 uh.
0: While you we were busy watching anime, I was busy testing my. Studying the Dianetics. Studying the Dianetics. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's. That'd be wild. That'd be wild if uh turns out that Tamino is a secret Scientologist. Good news it's not. Okay, good. Um there are definite there are definitely Japanese creators who might be Tamino is not one of them. Okay. I I definitely did read Battlefield Earth before I knew what Scientology was. Oh dude, 100%. Uh, and I just a, like What a weird book. It's uh, just two books glued together. Yeah, I don't remember the book very well. I I did watch the movie just, you know, for shits and giggles. Um uh, but like I remember reading that and being told later yeah, this guy's the, you know, progenitor of, like, a crazy religion where, like, coming out of his fiction. And I'm like, what, that book? You know what's really weird is knowing a lot about the space program before you know, before you know anything else about L. Ron Hubbard. And you're like, wait, that's that guy? Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, oh, this guy was doing weird occult wife-swapping with rocket scientists? Sure. Hell yeah.
2: <laughs>
0: so... After all that, we are going to take a short (laughs) between-season break again, just like with Ava, but like last time, as we warm up the money printer and get back into the swing of things, a few patron episodes will go up, two of which will cover episodes of the reboot Battlestar Galactica, and I want to pitch this, do we want to take a shot at the extended pilot of Jeremiah? Yeah, whatever. Which I can did, actually get you whatever we we did guys. three patreon episodes last time we'll just do three this time sure why not yeah yeah i think it would be an interesting counterpart because it basically asks what if the children weren't our future <laughs> i'm sorry to turn 5 hours of your lives into like one hour of content with the <laughs> star galactica thing i've had to play uh, shadow hearts covenant how many times now to do notes two boy and rising
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. i think i'll do uh i'll probably do let once, once you tell me what the episode breakdown should be i'll do the notes for zero zero nine for you and be in charge that season since you're doing notes for covenant um i'm gonna be honest i'm definitely gonna do the notes for zero zero nine because i love that series
1: okay
0: but like i've oh, already got worth uh, worth noting we are talking about cyborg zero zero nine next season Yes. Yeah, Cyborg 009, The Cyborg Soldier, the 2000s anime. We should also talk about other animes I own, so I don't have to buy more anime. Yeah, uh, as I've said, uh, pitch anything uh, to me. Just do it Gun early Buster enough so I can find a copy. That Gunbuster DVD worked out. It was like eight bucks. It is, in fact, somebody, uh, a, a company just burned torrents of it, but they are good quality, and nice. the menu works, so it is nice to just have on DVD so you do not have to stream it and all the black levels are nice that owns but with that unless y'all have anything else to say i think we are signing off i'm never gonna think about this again never watch this it was cool but i can't recommend it Uh, i definitely had a moment where i said oh the movie was so good did that make it worth it and then i'm like like, absolutely not no it definitely did not kind of it was payoff but it was not worth it But the thing is, like, could you just tell somebody, you know what, skip contact, just watch this movie without any contacts or without, you know, with like a minor primer?
1: I don't
0: think a lot of it would let. like, if Cheryl just wanders in for two scenes, goes, I'm sciencing the baby and dies, does that have any impact on you? God, that's so creepy. She's so creepy. None of that That matters. matters. Yeah, uh, she's one of the three pieces of art that's going up in the notes for this. Good Uh. news, I've been recording the whole time. Good. That was <laughs> the point I forgot to check You always <laughs> forget to check Well, no, I usually check in the middle And then freak everybody out uh,
1: Alright
2: Alright izu wo nama au
1: doke